This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. Extra credit. Sports, 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 sports side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome to another episode of the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. And this week I am joined by the full Survivor Series team, Matt, Mike, and Jim. You're, you're as up. usual. Oh, sorry to cut you off. You want to say welcome back? Well, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back from uh, whatever. I'm back. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so as usual, you can find us on social media. Uh, find us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. These guys are also on Instagram if you want to hit them up. Um, be sure to follow the Pod Foundation on social media at Pod Foundation. If you're not already doing it, make sure you check out our team, the Chick Foley Show and the Turnbuckle Tavern. If you didn't check it out on Monday, uh, a new episode, a debate episode of the Turnbuckle Tavern dropped and Matt uh, did us proud uh, by uh, defending our uh, our WWE opinions <laughs> on Roman Reigns, I like to think. He's a real, um, but, he's a real uh, company man. He did his <laughs> one in the, I highly recommend the episode. It was a, it's a great listen. All you guys yeah. really clicked together. It was fun. Yeah. Those debate shows are a blast, man. And I, uh, I always enjoyed listening to it, but being on it was even more fun. I, I was, uh, I knew the, the topics ahead of time and coming in. So uh, I knew I'd have to defend the WWE a little bit here. And the topic, the third topic of the, uh, of the show was, uh, is Roman Reigns in this current run overrated? And uh, of course my answer was no. And I got to battle those guys who said that he was slightly overrated right. in some instances and gave a, an overrated in other in others. So uh, yeah. it was a good, really good listen. I'm glad you guys enjoyed. And uh, yeah, thanks for the kind words. Fellas. Oh yeah. Right after that, you should have just said, uh, you know, like Will Farrell in old school, that's how you debate. <laughs> no, but check yeah. out that, that whole series is a lot of fun. The drops every Monday and uh, I'm sure the, they've already told me that they want the rest of you guys on too. So we'll have to make that happen. Yes, yeah, for sure. No uh, while we're talking about the the Pod Foundation, uh, don't forget to uh, head over to Chalkline and save ten percent at checkout by using the code PF10. And uh, like I said last week, grab yourself some shorts or a beautiful sequin jacket, or uh, start saving your money for the jacket that I am uh, about like ninety nine percent finished with. Uh, I, I just got approval today. today. I want that baby under my Christmas tree. Santa, <laughs> are you listening? Please. Oh. Don't they ask Santa Claus? <laughs> He's got that GPS, man. You can find him. He'll get it. He'll get it to you. Let's get started on this so. week's homework. All right. So this week's homework, uh, Matt, uh, I'm sorry, not Matt, uh, Mike's ECW match won. So he picked the gimmick and the gimmick this week was uh, televised title matches from, from any time. Um, any I'm title. Still, yes, any title. I'm still a little bitter that my uh, Hulk Hogan versus Terry Funk match wasn't picked. One wait, wait, one caveat there. It's uh, It was televised non-pay-per-view free TV yes. matches. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. absolutely. So um, 
it's funny. The two matches that uh, Matt and, and Mike picked were the finalists and they were three days apart. Um, and Matt's match won. It was the four-way TLC, TLC three featuring Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the Dudleys, uh, facing off against Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho, who were the tag team champions on SmackDown, May 21st, 2001. Um, so let's dive into all things this card. The, the cool part about us dropping a main event is that we don't have to jumble all around. We can kind of go in chronological order of that episode. So uh, things start off. It's a recap of Raw that happened that Monday. And you've got Triple H and Stone Cold, who are both heels. They're both on uh, Mr. McMahon's side, and they lose their tag titles to Jericho and Benoit. In the main Two-man event. power trip. Baby. Yes. Yes. Uh, Triple H uses a sledgehammer and accidentally hits Stone Cold with it. And uh, Jericho pins Austin for the, for the win. Um, the fact and- that, I'm sorry, the fact that he was able to even go in there and do that after right. tearing his quad is right. incredible. Right. This is uh triple H tore his quad. And uh, at this point, right after the, the intro um, with the recap, Vince comes out to address the situation and uh, lets us know that he's pissed um, and lets us know that we're going to get a four way TLC match between the classic three teams and the new tag team champions. Um, so it's pretty exciting because they're going to give us this on SmackDown on uh what yeah. thursday night um, just just watching that promo however that opens the card with jr absolutely losing his mind uh yes during it i was like man i kind of wish i was watching that match yeah <laughs> and then spoiler alert after i watched this match i picked it i wish that we watched that match yeah, as yeah. well <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get we'll get to there um, but, uh, Taz and Michael Cole are on the announce table and, uh, I don't, I don't hate, hate Taz on the announce table. He's, he's got that classic, like, uh, you know, classic yeah, he, Taz to him. And in our oh, last, our last homework episode, uh, it was a lot to do with Taz, right? I mean, not a lot to do. He, he was part of the card that we, uh, that we covered, but we were loving on Taz. And it's amazing that this is only two years removed from that. Uh, and he's the ECW guy, obviously, but uh, this card is full of ECW talent and WCW talent. Oh, totally! It's just, it's just a super interesting era. And would you? Is it yeah. still tech? Is it still technically the Attitude Era? It doesn't feel like it. I, I don't know. It feels like, like it's the end. We were also in college. I guess it's the end. It's kind yeah, of like losing us a little bit. It's a bit. transition, transitional, right? Right. SmackDown had been around for what? Like, this is the third year of SmackDown. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like, all right, we're getting a little oversaturated with wrestling at this point. But that also could have been because of our lives. And we were in college at that point. And I wasn't sitting think, in front of the TV Mondays and Thursdays. Technically, technically, it might be until like 2003. It goes yeah. like into, into the ruthless aggression. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it feel, it's it's the very end of at the very least uh, the WWF yeah. era, right? Like they're not far oh, yeah. from getting the F out, as they called it. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty pretty exciting because uh, I'm like one of my, you know, I, I I like to think at this point this guy is one of my favorite guys to look back on, uh, and he's one of my favorite interviews, and it starts off with X Factor's leader X Pac. Um, and he's facing off against Eddie Guerrero. And I'm like, oh, man, this match is going to be awesome. I didn't right? I totally forgot right? about this. 
But the more interesting part about this is uh, Sean Waltman's Fred Durst facial hair. He's got <laughs> yeah. no facial hair. He's got those <laughs> weird sideburns that come down <laughs> like hockey sticks. Um, and he's facing quite possibly one of the best mullets in, in wrestling at the time. Uh, or ever, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> super jacked Latino heat, Eddie oh, Guerrero. Man. As always, yeah. super jacked. A little excessively jacked as we come to find out later yeah um match, but, match was okay but I yeah mean, match is fine i was excited when i saw him come down I'm like oh this is all right, right. I'm, in, I'm into this and it's yeah. x factor xbox he's the leader <laughs> yeah. he's the leader of the uh yeah. his own faction as taz and uh, michael cole it doesn't work talking now it doesn't work yeah i'm glad i'm Ooh. glad you said it because i was thinking it too i was like it just well, else is in there just incredible and just albert. incredible and uh prince albert oh, right yeah that's a not a good faction no and um the they it looks like they had a creative finish planned for the end of the match, um, but it just did not come across <laughs> that yeah. way. I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was uh Eddie Guerrero's on the top rope and he kind of flips him over into what's supposed to be the X Factor, and it yeah. just it just is ugly. Kinda and it's like wait, apart. I had, yeah, I, I lost track of it. It was like kind of I was zoning out on something else and I had to rewind it. I was like, wait, the match just ended on that? <laughs> like it was yeah. a complete botch. Um, Xbox wins though. Clean, Xbox right? wins. Yeah, kind of surprising, but I guess they were really they were giving him a little push. He gets the, the it's the classic Xbox era of just like rolling booze. People, nobody likes it. Like boo. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Xbox heat. Yeah. Yeah. I want to pinpoint the when did people turn on him so much? <laughs> I don't know. Might have been right Poor around guy. this. Yeah. <laughs> and we got Regal, and uh, he's met by Tajiri backstage. I. This is one of those things that you first see it on your screen. And, you know, I'm no wrestling historian, but I see it and I'm like, I remember them being together, obviously. Yeah. But I didn't remember that this was their first, uh, like, interaction together. Yes, this must yeah. be Tajiri's debut. debut. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 He's constantly bowing throughout it. Regal's just being, like, pompous Regal. and <laughs> I love Regal, though, uh, 20 years earlier, less than that, technically. Yes. NXT commissioner going back and seeing him in this role as commissioner. It, he's so good at it. Like, even though this oh. is just a small little bit vignettes behind the scenes, yeah. you can tell like he's a natural for that, that commissioner type role. Yeah. And you know, what makes him perfect at it is that like, I feel like in wrestling, so many guys are constantly yelling and mm -hmm. screaming and he's so like soft-spoken that he just gets his, his point across perfectly. You gotta That's, love Regal. I, I love him. He's great. Uh, after that, it, it cuts to uh, the Angle and Shane feud recap, which I'm not going to really get into because you guys can go back and check out our uh, King of the Ring episode from June where we cover the, the Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon feud. Um, but after that, you've got uh, Spike Dudley and, and Molly Holly backstage and uh, Kurt Angle's all fired up and uh, he works his way into a match with Spike Dudley and Spike basically calls him out and says to bring him down to the ring. It's really, really corny. The, yes, the tragically bad dialogue. It is oh, so awful. bad. The acting is like some of the worst I've ever seen. And that includes Angle too, who's usually on point, but combined with Spike and it's oh, like yeah. is, Spike is atrocious, man. It's so bad. So is Molly Holly. She's yeah. awful here. They belong in like awful. a Hallmark movie. A Hallmark Christmas her. movie. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's worse. My girlfriend. It, yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything just feels forced into this like wannabe Romeo and Juliet 
yeah. kind of uh, setting <laughs> yeah. of our families hate each other with the the Hollies yeah. and the Dudleys just fighting, and it continues yeah. on to the next episode of Raw and SmackDown. And Angle I'm sure it goes that. even further, but that's all I invested in it. <laughs> Somebody definitely was whoever wrote this whole scene had to have been a fan of like uh, Saved by the Bell. And, you and wrote yeah. this based on like Screech <laughs> nice. and Tori Spelling. That's the Angle, big Angle says that. Yeah. yeah, he goes, "What is this? Saved by the Bell?" <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> oh man but then he murders spike yeah. dudley spike is, dudley gets yeah. absolutely destroyed in the ring and uh molly holly comes to save him but she's then saved by her cousin which is exactly Crash what should have happened yeah yeah oh man i don't want to talk about it anymore let's talk about dean malenko <laughs> defeating raven with the help of uh terry and perry saturn um i can't <laughs> Again, are we watching like a WWF card here? Like, it's crazy to see all, yeah. you know, like you forget like that. This is really post invasion, right? Right after. And it's just the rosters loaded with uh, yeah. fresh talent. I mean, obviously, some this of these isn't guys even came in anybody. Earlier. Yeah. All of these guys came in earlier. I would love to watch uh, to do like a deeper dive on on Raven, the person, because yeah. like that whole like Johnny Polo run, like we knew him as kids, as Johnny Polo. And then I remember like when he surfaced and as Raven and we were like and someone pointed out like no that's Johnny Polo and we were like oh crap Johnny Polo he's like you know in all this grunge gear and uh he's a lot of fun to watch um the ending of this match is is just not good um Raven was was always a guy from that time period that resonated with me even with like the WCW era and then you know we we talked about ECW how we weren't fully fully there right. and, and we missed a ton and the Raven was one of those guys. I wish we were able to really experience that whole Tommy Dreaver Raven storyline during, you know, the, when it was oh, actually totally. happening. I thought the flock was cool in WCW. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I remember Mike watching, uh, talking about the flock a lot and like, they just sit in the uh, audience. I, it yeah. was a cool, that was smart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait, what's his name? Sick boy. Sick boy. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great name. <laughs> um, talk about things that scream 2001. Uh, you've got uh, another duo or trio that I forgot even existed. It's Steve Blackman backstage with, with, oh, with his kendo stuff. stick. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but so like I'm seeing Steve Blackman and he's, he's messing around with his kendo stick and in comes Trish Stratus. And I'm like, all right, what, what where's this going? Yeah. And then, you know, she says she needs to change. She goes behind the, the backdrop and all you see is her silhouette, of course. <laughs> uh, out she, of Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, exactly. She calls Steve Blackman back there for help and his kendo stick is standing at full <laughs> attention. But as this is happening, in, in walks uh, Grandmaster Sex A, uh, dressed like a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> and uh, he sees it and he's just the, the look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's so good. He doesn't say anything, but he's right. like, he look at his face, he's like, oh my God, Blackman's got an 11 foot boner, like, and he believes it or something. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, is, is, is Brian Christopher and or too cool in the Hall of Fame? No. No. Do they deserve they, uh, No, right? No. No, but I think the controversy with them recently was when Rikishi got put in, he didn't even like mention that. Oh, yeah. At his that. Hall of Fame speech, which is kind of like, those dudes made you, man. I hate to break it to you. Like, yeah, the guy once they uh, got dancing. Yeah. Yeah. the pop. It would you, would you uh, be willing to commit right now to creating a Brian Christopher chalk line jacket? 
<laughs> and maybe they're actually yeah. coming out with a sky I'm, too hottie thing you know what no I'm, way really yes yeah they <laughs> are if, go check their feed and i'm pretty sure there's like a scotty too hottie jacket oh, wow. or right, something yeah. i would buy the head it had shoulders uh thing that you just <laughs> i mean like you just drew i would buy that from chalkline <laughs> but i totally forgot that brian christopher and steve blackman were like a, a team if you will scotty, scotty too hottie must have hurt, been hurt or something hurt, yeah yeah had to have been um, oh, and speaking of the kendo sticks and giant boners, how about the tobacco is wacko whack of the night? They call this. It's like an anti-smoking commercial that they call the whack of the night. Like I, don't know. I love that's a bit my favorite thing about these old um, oh, and Smackdowns. It's like when you actually get the commercials in there. I think there's even like an RC Cola spot in this one. There is. You're right. And of course, we've got the classic. Uh, in the previous raw we covered, we had the Chef Boyardee commercial. Yes, which is a favorite. <laughs> Um, who does anybody have anything? Boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody have anything to talk about with uh, heel Stone Cold? Because this promo in the ring is awful. They should have just like not let it happen because he he's fighting a sore throat or something, and it's just not not a fun era it when they turned like, him back to a heel. It feels like they give him free reign in the ring. Yes, and it goes entirely too long. Like yeah, if, if it I was kept just, waiting for the what chance. Uh-huh. Yes, right, right. And I think this was before it. Definitely, they would have watered the hell out of him. It's tedious. It's oh tedious. yeah, uh, and when, yeah. I, and plus it's this era where he's coming down to that crappy song where it's like <laughs> I, think, I believe it's <laughs> Disturbed singing it. Yes, like because I won't sing it for oh, you. Oh yeah, oh, so no, please do, please no. <laughs> well, it's like uh, it, do, that's the thing they use at WrestleMania seventeen. Right. Yeah. 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 Where like, I, I, I don't mean to like go off on a tangent, but one of the more interesting stories, I don't know if we covered it on here, but uh, he talks about how um, at that WrestleMania, he wore a t-shirt down to the ring because he was so like messed up and out of whack that he like forgot his vest oh, um, to WrestleMania 17. He talks about how like it's the biggest match of his career and, and he forgot his ring gear because wow. it was like during the time he was going through divorce and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, what you, what, uh, you're a big fan of his uh, merchandise. Do you like this Austin 316 I, shirt he's wearing? Did you own I, it? I, no, I don't. I do. I like the back. The back's pretty cool. The, the back is the cool. Red the red skull. Yeah. Skull. Um, the, f- the front was always kind of corny. Yeah. It's the, got the, the 3D. Yeah. yeah. I like the. But, um, um, of course, the classic, but the before, after that, and before this, the blood from a stone. Yeah, one, I thought was kind of that cool. one's awesome. Yeah, I'd get those if they didn't cost hundreds of dollars. But yeah. do you still have your Stone Cold University shirt? Because that's a pretty bad one. No, definitely cut the sleeves <laughs> off that. And that along with the rattlesnake one. Yes, yes, didn't make it very far. I do still have the original Austin three sixteen, and it's a size extra large and beat to hell. Oh. Wow, but, it goes, uh, goes against your. Uh, I know. Mar- medium large philosophy yeah. that we learned from Matt in the last one. <laughs> you can there's still probably big, get 250 for it though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Billy Gunn Mr. Ass shirt that I'm gonna try and sell, but we'll get to that on my yes. Instagram story. And uh <laughs> Tajiri's pouring uh Regal's tea backstage when Rhino bursts in and demands a title match. Um but he can't Another give him this segment. guy. Yeah, can't yeah. give him that guy and it sets up a match between him and Kane and uh then it, then we go back into Grandmaster Sex A and Steve Blackman uh, with Trish, all three of them facing off against Right to Censor. And I, I don't even want to talk about this unless anybody else does. Well, no, I have a question for you. <laughs> well, for all you, I guess. Uh, Blackman's pants. What are what's the fabric? What do you think? Are they sweats? I always just 
I always assumed they were like our, like the gi, like the oh, karate. See, see, that's what I thought. This is, um, I, forgot I was going to say, speaking from my experience as like a karate man and a green belt, two stripes, pales in comparison <laughs> to your black belt, of course, but I thought you might know the answer to this. I'm still, I think, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to bring this up. Uh, I'm still pissed that you don't go around wearing the black belt more often. Like, <laughs> I think you should wear it to like the next time we go to Barclays for like SummerSlam or something like. Yeah, all right, you're, you're black. You're black belt. Yeah, you know, okay. guys, this is my black belt. Sensei, we could, uh, we'll call yeah. you Sensei Extra, Sensei Cooler. <laughs> welcome to the dojo. Yeah, welcome oh, to the dojo. I think we're on to something. The Sensei Cooler show. <laughs> if uh, if Matt doesn't drop the clip of uh, Perry Saturn in this episode, it's going to be a massive letdown. Um, Matt, I think you were gone, but Jim had had, had looked it up because if anybody watches it, it's really hard to figure out what Perry Saturn says. He's he's concussed um, and he's coming out of, of, I don't know, the doctor's office, the, the, the trainers, medics, the trainer's, the trainer's room. room. Yeah. And uh, he's talking about bunnies. What does he say? He says bunnies eat radishes so they can have babies. You're welcome. <laughs> and he's got that fuzzy bucket hat on. Like yeah. oversized I love the fuzzy on. bucket hat. Oh, man. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. You could kind of tell that like outside of the main event on this, you can kind of tell that it's like definitely the B show and like it's nowhere close to yeah. Raw. That's um, true. That's true. You know, just like a lot of the stuff that happens is it's yeah. weird. Yeah, um, before there was any draft or anything, too. Yeah. You got Malenko yeah. looking like, uh, you know, he looks like a <laughs> drunk at the end of a bar to me. Like, you know, I no disrespect to him, but he's like, he looks like a, just a dad. Yeah. Drinks Bud, Budweiser. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Kane versus Rhino. Kane defeats Rhino and retains the Intercontinental title. And uh, that's what I think about Kane. This was the era where we would uh, literally go on to pro Kane message boards on the internet back in the message board days and uh, just trash Kane to the fanboys because we like, hated him so much. Like, Is that for real? Oh, that's for real. Definitely. <laughs> I remember going to with our previous guest on the previous episode, Ian Valentine. We went to Seattle for WrestleMania 19 and we were in this giant uh, <clears throat> fraternity house at a cool university. And half the not half the time, but a portion of the time we went on their like computers. We're like, what are we gonna do? Let's look. we like drank beer to just like talk shit about Kane on the internet for a while. Killed killed like an hour during that. <laughs> but I think <laughs> things you do when you're in Seattle. Yeah. Right. It was a go thrill the, a minute. Go see the space needle, talk yeah. shit about Kane. <laughs> yeah. Little did you know the original trolls of the internet originated yeah. in the extra cool survivor series team. Come on. Kane, Kane. Like, I don't. Kane. He sucks. If you're an adult, especially at the end of this match Kane, when he's ugh. Yeah. At the end of this match when he's like the way he's celebrating is just like, no, that's not Kane, man. Throwing his arms up, like swinging the belt around yeah. all over the place. It uh, just doesn't do anything for me. Not into it. All right. So that brings us to the end of, of everything that happens before our homework match. So before we talk about our match of the week, uh, what is in the cooler this week? Uh, gentlemen, Mike, why don't you go first? Thanks, Nick. Uh, I went to Sloop this past weekend and, uh, you know, that's a local brewery and I picked up some Oktoberfest and it's, it's very good at Oktoberfest. And, uh, I'd like to drink it and I'm going to drink it now. How about you? Uh, where would you, where would you put it on like the Oktoberfest scale with like Sam and like Spotten? It's, it's up there. I, I think, 
you know, Paul Ainer is the best one, yeah. maybe. But Aner. Sloop is yeah. Sloop, Sloop is up there. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's so like, like a, a yeah, like an eight foot kendo stick boner compared to eleven foot. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I couldn't have put it better myself. Okay. Matt Woods, in your, Matt Woods in your cooler. <laughs> we've we've officially shifted to the kendo stick scale. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Uh, <laughs> so I I too have a sloop. Um, I saw a brand new hazy image New England IPA, and uh, another another really good one for me. This one comes in pretty light at only a six with cashmere and citra, and citra of course is. Uh, one of my favorites and I will continue to talk about it every time it's in my beer. But the, the big call out is that I got in the mail. Finally, my, my pop pop glass from pop pop glass on Instagram. It's amazing. It is their attitude era glass. So it was fitting for this evening, but it is one of the like um, craft can glasses if you've seen one uh, i'll post a picture on instagram later but um i it has all of your favorite yeah, all attitude all era guys all over it and it's pretty awesome the only thing that could make this glass better is if it came with extra cooler artwork on it instead <laughs> but this is uh really awesome the so only nice special treat here or if only you could take cane off of it, it. Yeah, the only flaw I see is it should be instead of it being Goldbus, it should be the artist formerly known as Goldbus. Oh, but God. then again, there's Sean. Sean's on it, so Sean DX is on it. I like it. There's uh, I like the the uh, profile style mm-hmm. look. Yeah, cool. that's the definitely a cool part. Goldbus is holding his wig, which I dig. Uh, yes. Jericho is there with the classic the little, debut uh, shirt and the top ponytail. High ponytail. I think the the rock was a little weak, if you uh, if you ask me. But China's on yeah. there, Vince, Jerry Lawler, Jr. Big Show is another kind of weak one. Just screams. Yeah. <laughs> it's Triple H uh, got the sledgehammer. Is that what I'm saying? He he sure does. Yeah. Yes, that's cool. Mankind a, with Sako. Is it a bullhorn next to the rock? Like a like a antler, whatever. Is that what I'm saying? No, no that's just his hand. His like, hand. Bring his hand. Bring it. Oh God, it looks like he's yeah. got like a where's Bull Buchanan. <laughs> Matt, you got to post that picture. I absolutely uh, will. Everybody. And uh, cheers to Zach from the Chick Foley group that uh, put me onto Pop Pop Class. And I couldn't, I missed the first one, which was kind of the Legends era <laughs> and the uh, the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior run. So uh, cheers, Zach. Thank you for the the heads up on and the follow for uh, for this one. Excellent, Jim. What's in your cooler this week? Before I get to that, just quick, wow, uh, you said Bull Buchanan, Mike. Um, we just drifted right over right to center, but of course we did because they're the worst <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I've got um, some beer that came out this week here. Jenny, of course, Rochester's favorite beer, New York's original brewery. It's a special uh, fall release. Jenny C. Specialty, Cran Orange Keller beer. I don't know what any of that means, really. The uh, It's delicious, though. I got to say, it's crushable, and the best part about it, 12 bucks. I'm for not 12 bucks 10 bucks for a 12 pack excellent that's the best part you can't go wrong <laughs> two weeks ago, last week matt had uh neon neon from oma gang the week before i had neon neon from oma gang this week i've just got neon lights which is a uh, lighter version of, of that beer uh it's 4.3 percent and it's delicious it's from oma gang and nothing new to say you know i'm not going to go into some crazy details uh <laughs> sorry that's matt's job today Nah, he's yeah. the one that knows what he's talking about, not me. Um, but yeah, are we ready to uh, talk about this week's homework? 
All right, so on to our homework match of the week. Uh, we are talking about a televised title match, and it's a match that you picked. Uh, you voted on my Instagram story at Extra Cooler for SmackDown from May 21st, 2001. We've got Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho defending their newly won tag team championships versus the Hardy Boys versus the Dudley Boys versus Edge and Christian in TLC3. Um, this is the first time that a match like this is going to be held on um, either a Raw or a SmackDown. Um, and uh, it starts off with all the guys coming down. I thought the introduction, introductions were kind of short. I don't know if anybody else picked up on that, but it must have been something to do with, you know, TV time. and, and Because just, Austin ran long. Yeah, <laughs> with his yeah, raspy, raspy cold. Um, so, you know, it's got all the classics. Uh, Nothing worse, though, in my opinion, than a tag team with two different musics. Um, and I know these guys were just kind of piecemealed together with Jericho and Benoit, but it's just my least favorite thing is when a tag team comes out to two two of their own musics. And separately. Benoit, yes, Benoit, and separately. Yeah. Benoit looks really awkward just standing at the bottom of the ramp waiting for the yes. Jericho music to go off. And the camera's yeah. right in his face. There's a table next to him trying to sell the TLC aspect. And it was just awkward yeah. to look at. But nothing, not as awkward as all of the backstage promos for each one of these guys. So oh, each yeah. team gets a backstage. And Dudley's are back there with Spike and the whole Molly Holly garbage that's happening. The Hardys are not talking onto a microphone, but they're shown talking to Lita <laughs> in a stairwell somewhere hidden edge and Christians with Lillian Garcia, which I thought was really underwhelming and felt weak. super forced yeah. and just yeah. like read off a card. It wasn't the normal ENC that I remembered or no. expected. No, when I, saw I thought the backstage. same thing. And then Jericho and Benoit were just talking to each other in the locker room. So everything <laughs> yeah. felt like really super baby flat. faces here, huh? I, Jericho in particular. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah buddy slaps him on the chest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> everything just felt really, yeah. really flat. But Jim, the, you called it out. The the best thing of the intro is that dun, 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 when they zoom yeah, in on the titles and you've got Cole and Taz, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. chatting away about whatever, but uh Man, they 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 drive home the first ever on broadcast television, and they you know we we complain about them drilling in first time ever, and apparently they were doing it in two thousand one. We just didn't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, couldn't help but think when I was watching the Hardy Boys come down that I've seen uh, Nick and Mikey work rate coordinate Halloween costumes a lot. How come you yeah. guys never did the Hardy Boys? Because <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Because I think I've seen you do like the dance moves, like, and I know how much you, I know how much you dislike their style. But from a Halloween costume perspective, missed opportunity. Yeah, you know, you could, you could still pull it off. Maybe next time we go to a live show, you guys, dun, 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 yeah. you know, like, the, <laughs> hey, if Nick wants to take the with all the holes in it, <laughs> get if some Nick wants to take the reins on that, I'm down. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. You both have one's blonde, one's brunette. You got it going, like. All right. All Jim, the pieces are there. It's only going to happen if you promise to be Doc Hendricks along with them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Because Lord knows I don't want you dressing like Lita with a whale's tail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I'll do oh, it. Oh, man. All right. So this match starts <laughs> off with like just pure madness. The ladders all get thrown in instantly. Uh, the champs take a beating right from the beginning. Um, 
<laughs> to me, one of the most noticeable Sorry, I'm still spots. I get the Lita thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you're not picturing it. <laughs> uh, the first notable spot is when uh, Benoit goes. Who's it? Matt Hardy's laying on the table on the outside of the ring. Matt and Benoit climbs up to the turnbuckle yeah. and and misses a <clears throat> flying headbutt, lands through the table, and then like just lays there like yeah. motionless, like dead. And uh, they make you think he's knocked out, but it's yeah. really a rib injury. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're you, if you got, and they they say it because. Taz leaves the announce table and Michael Cole's like, I think he got the wig knocked out of him. But <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, he's like comatose yeah. outside the ring. Um, yeah. and, and Taz is there to help Benoit. And uh, there's no medical professionals come out to get this lifeless Chris Benoit. You've got Sergeant Slaughter and Dave Hepner wheeling <laughs> him back. <laughs> Wait, just, I think, doesn't some EMS nerd show up at some point? Like, no know. offense to the EMS community, but this guy looks out of his league. <laughs> and they like just pick him up. Like they don't secure his neck or no. anything like that. They literally just no. pick him up by like all four limbs and just thud onto the yeah. stretcher and then like, get him out of there. Yeah, the guy just delivered a flying headbutt. He could be paralyzed for all they know. And they just, yeah, like move the body. Like... <laughs> Yeah. And then it cuts to commercial and they come back from commercial and magically Taz is just back on the desk. Like nothing happened. Yeah. 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 It's not like Taz and, and Benoit were good, good buddies that we knew of. That this yeah, why, is he, sense. why is he so compassionate all of a sudden? I thought he was like this know. trash talking guy. Like yeah. Now he's he's got to promote know. that, pr- promote the new season of tough enough with that shirt that he's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. oh man. You know, I think what my biggest and <clears throat> It's hard to top like previous TLC, the two previous ones from WrestleMania and, and SummerSlam. The one's a month uh, ago, right? It's right. Like a month before that. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, I understand why they're doing it because it's hot. You want to get new eyes or another set of eyes on your TV. But this match is just like a massive spot fest. Oh, and yeah. the thing that sets it off as a massive spot fest is the fact that throughout the like pretty much the entire match, there's two ladders set up in the middle of the ring. And it drove me crazy um, because like, if you're going to go up that ladder, like you're going to get rid of one of the other ladders at least to eliminate I don't know. It, it just fell and flat it, I, for me. I went back and I watched both TLC one and two with this. So one was at SummerSlam 2000. So the year prior, then we had WrestleMania 2001. They had, which Jim, you just said was just a couple of months before. So this is May and it's April. So yeah, it's the month before. And um, it felt like this one tried to like go to that same standard, but just felt a little short. I don't know. Jericho, Jericho always talks about how this one's, this one was the best of the three and blah, 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 blah. blah. Is that what he says? He says that (laughs) he, he asks why he's involved. It's probably that he probably thinks the storytelling of Benoit and, you know, we'll, we'll uh, get there a little bit, but no I, I don't know. This one because just, he uh, took the spear on this one. <laughs> and it the half is good. Everything no. just felt like it was trying to mimic the other two and felt a little less than, you yeah, know, it felt like, like a TV match. It felt like a match for TV, not for like a big time pay-per-view. We'll get there. With, I think we're showing our hands here as far yeah. as cans in the cooler. We'll get there um, with cans in the cooler of where my where my head lands, but it's still a good match. Like it was still good for the time and what they were doing. But let's get back to the match, and okay, because I think, like you said, we're showing our hands a little bit about the way we feel. Um, 
so, you know, talking about spot fest, you've got edge planking who like planks himself <laughs> on the top of the two ladders. Um, and, and you know, something's coming, right? Yeah. Like, like he climbs up a ladder and lays on top of the two ladders. <laughs> and this is coming from me. Who's probably the biggest edge fan out of the four of us. Um, he's there. And obviously, you know, Jericho is going to climb up that ladder and put him in the walls of Jericho. Um, but luckily we've got Christian comes with the save and suddenly everyone's in the ring to save us from a, another edge and Christian TLC victory. The walls so, of Jericho on top is cool though. It looks it is. cool. Oh, it once totally it's, is. Once it's done, once, once it's, it's done. in action, yes. yeah, but the setup, yeah. My, Sorry, my big takeaway from there was Jericho getting tossed by Christian off of the ladder. He hits the turnbuckle in the corner and does an amazing sell job. I don't know if yes. anybody else caught it, but he slams off of the turnbuckle face first, but falls backwards, kicking his legs. Like it <laughs> <Yeah>. almost <laughs> felt like he was floating, like Scott Hall selling the stunner, yeah. but his little legs were just kicking back and forth. And it was such a good sell to me. Yeah. It made me laugh. And I, I rewound it and watched it again because it was that good to me. It made it look hard, like it hurt really bad. Right. Like usually the turnbuckle spot, whatever, right. It's yeah. the pad isn't off, but he goes flying like a bouncy ball off concrete. It's, it's nice. I loved it. It was good. Um, we've got Benoit coming back as expected, holding his ribs, um, but she, he, obviously we knew this was happening. He gives a quick little beat down to uh, Edge and Christian, he's, but he 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 sells it well. The, the ribs, oh, he does. His, the look on his he face, does. yeah, he's, yeah. Um, but then you know, and this this I thought the concerto was pretty cool. How like he thought they were going to go for his head, so he blocks his head, puts his arms up, and they hit his ribs instead. Um, it, it was a cool spot, but basically that's a smart you know, little that point. That's a yeah. smart little move there. You got to give yeah. credit to that one. Like that's, that makes me like now I'm like thinking about my cans and the cooler. I'm like, oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's some yeah. good little, there's definitely some smart little things in this match. Which we, yeah. We've talked about all three of the, the, the heavy hitters, the teams in this on the, the tag team match. When we talked about our favorites, um, one of the coolest things that the Dudley boys do and a credit to them is they let the crowd build. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is chanting that they want tables throughout this entire match. And it isn't really until like the end that they give everybody the tables. Um, you've got, I don't know, what's the, what is the move called? The, the what's up? Yeah, the what's up. Oh God, I hated those commercials. They do. I hated the, them even the, more. The crowd is at like a fever pitch oh, though. Yeah. And like just ready to chant along with right. them. Right. Um, you know, they, they eliminate edge from the scene and, and give us a, the old get the tables and the crowd is on fire. Um, they finally get the tables they've been calling for all night. Um, but one other thing that we, we haven't really talked about, um, the chair shots to the head, Oof. man, there's some of them are brutal. Jericho takes Jericho. a nasty one uh-huh. from Christian. Maybe that's yeah. why he Whoa. thinks this is the best TLC. Yeah. <laughs> He was concussed for the second yeah. half of it. Is that why? He's <laughs> talking about rabbits Good possibility. radishes or whatever. <laughs> Man, I uh, we, we glossed over another spot that I thought was one of the most impressive spots of the night was Bubba is on top of the ladder with Jeff yes. Hardy and he does this oh, yeah. up and over suplex yes. off of the top of the ladder that to Jeff you, Hardy. Yeah. It's just one of those Jeff Hardy bumps that you go. Holy shit. How do you take that? And it was super, super impressive. And it kind of like ended that spot fest section of the middle of the match there before the, uh, the Benoit comes back out. But 
man, that one, that strength, one for me was impressive. The watching the Bubba to get yeah. the guy over like that too. It's one of those when you're watching it happen, you're like, please get him over. Like, even though you know they're both okay after this, but right. like, you're like, oh, please don't like let this end yeah. in tragedy. Like, because it, yeah. it looks, it's a long it, way yeah, yeah. over. Yeah. And then there's you, a Christian spot where he goes off the top ladder straight to the outside ah, of the. Yeah. Uh, right that's the one the that made floor. me cringe the yeah. most. Oh, the knees just like bang on the floor. Oh, man. And that was, that was, that happened in previous matches too. So I like, you know, these, yeah. this is where you're living in kayfabe and you, <laughs> you're trying to yeah. think of what's, what's really happening. Like, did he, that's did such he a long need way to down. do that? Did right. He, like, cause edge always comes off the top of the ladder, extremely uh, split legged. Like yeah. he's trying yeah. to, yeah. he's trying to scissor the top Get rope. Extra, yeah. <laughs> but they uh, must tell you to do that. Oh man. The I was Christian thinking about how you flat out to the floor. How do you prepare your Johnson for that move? Like, does he always have his like? He's like, I gotta pull my my, my junk over to the <laughs> yeah, left. Like, gotta pull it all the way up because I'm gonna get I know they like, hit, scissored like, the inner thigh more. Obviously, is that what it is? You know? But yeah. still, mistakes oh, happen, and that'd be oh my god, we'll put you out of yes. commission for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, fire, one of the other spots that was cool was towards the end. You got the Hardy Boys setting up shop outside the ring. Uh, they pull out that massive ladder. And uh, oh wait, I'm I'm wait. Are you about to compliment the Hardy Boys? I can't. I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Matt takes out Bubba with the TV monitor, some chair shots to the head, lays him out on the announce table, and uh, Jeff goes from the smaller ladder and leapfrogs the bigger ladder and uh, hits Bubba with a, a leg drop. And that's another one of those moves that's like Jesus. How did that not? I, I don't know how you possibly land that match, land that move without it hurting your tailbone yeah i think that's uh -huh. the best spot of the match because it really yes. caught, caught me by surprise i'm like oh here comes the swanton right like yeah from the top like oh that's new yeah. right like that's maybe it's not new maybe they did it in a previous match but like i expected something different and they, they agree flipped it on me and it looks great again we could talk about all the spots you know you got matt hardy in the middle of the ring hitting uh, devon with the the twist of fate off the ladder um, devon with a nice fish out of water Oh, yeah, he's, he's one of the best. Gotta he's be. he's great at the fish out of water. We, oh, yeah. we need the Mikey work rate rankings of fish out of water. We're we're gonna need that one <laughs> I day. I have that for... in my notes. <laughs> like <laughs> tournament of fish out of water. Like we, we need it. I we need, need I we need, need the gifts too. We need the gifts. Yeah, like a, or GIF, whatever. GIF, GIF, GIF. Let's do it. Gonna I'm gonna get to work on that right away. Segment. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh Jericho stops Matt Hardy from grabbing both belts, but takes a spear from Edge off the top of the ladder, which uh just does not look as good as that hanging spot that uh Jeff Hardy. And I think that's what like leaves that lasting impression yes. on me of like, I wish they didn't do that because it was so unnecessary. Um, and we all remember the Jeff Hardy and Edge spot. Um again. So then he hits that spear. And uh, the two of them just lay in the middle of the ring as Benoit just like slithers his way in and, and takes about like a minute and a half to climb up the ladder and, and grab the belts. I was like, is anybody going to stop this dude right now? Uh, but, you know, kind there we of go. anticlimactic. Yeah, it was very, it was very anticlimactic. It was too slow, the ending. Um, but to, again, like I said, with him hitting that spear in midair, it didn't look as good as Jeff Hardy's. And then for Benoit to take a sweet ass time uh, to end the match, I, you know, that's that. They retain and uh, on to the next. I thought so, it was kind of interesting at the end that 
if you look, you've got Edge and Jericho laid out in the middle of the ring, but as they pan out, you see Edge and Jericho are both holding different sides of the ladder. So like Benoit doesn't fall off. <laughs> and then yeah. as soon as the bell goes off and he gets the titles down, they both like let go and collapse. I thought that was a, a, yeah. a, a poor, poor shot to get, I guess you can say yeah. production piece. Well, they, I don't want to go too far, but they did that on uh, what was it? Dynamite with the ladder match. There's like a really weird spot where like the two refs were holding down the ladder with uh, hangman at the end of that match. Yeah. Um, and they're like holding the bottom of it for dear life. And I was just like, no, like get them out of the shot, do something yeah. like, I don't know, yeah. but uh, let's get back to this match and talk about cans in the cooler. I'm going to let you guys go first. Cause I want to hear your take Ooh, on yeah. it. All right. Who wants, so, who's uh, going to lead off? Yeah. Who want, anybody want to lead off? Oh, yeah. Mike's shaking his head. Mike, give us right. your cans in the cooler for this match. Cans in the cooler. How about inches of kendo stick? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Three inches of kendo stick out of five inches. Okay. So uh, that's not a bad kendo stick, but it's it's not too great either. You know, you want you, you want some girth. You want some some length. All right, to I'm it. cutting you off. This is a family friendly show. So. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is going to get the explicit tag. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the motion of the ocean, man. Is that what oh, it was? That what said? Matt, give us a save us, please. <laughs> I am going to go three and a half here. Again, really strong. Eh, I guess three and a half is not really strong. I enjoyed it. I went through and it was fun, but it just didn't, it didn't measure up to one or two. And whatever Jericho says, you can throw out the window because this was really good. It was enjoyable. I like the the Benoit back and forth. Um, but I don't know. It, it, just feels like thrown together and it, it it may be just because you get you get vince in the beginning of the night guaranteeing that he's going to have a historic night of world wrestling federation wrestling or uh action is what he said maybe this was <laughs> thrown together because of triple h to be fair x factor was in attendance i mean yeah <laughs> but the the long of it is still enjoyable three and a half stars right. on me three and a half three three and a core. half Three, three and a half cans, Jim. If I could go. whistle, I would do it right here because this is a tough spot I'm in. Um, you know, I saw a Raja WF sign in the crowd there, so that almost helped raise <laughs> this, the thing. But it's it comes a month after TLC 2 at uh, WrestleMania 17, X7. And that is the match I go to. If I'm ever showing someone like wrestling, like if they don't yes. like wrestling, like here's this you might like this and you probably will because it's incredible this right it's a month later they should let that one breathe this it, I, it didn't do it for me it's a spot fest it just didn't do it for me jericho's wrong it's a 2.5 for me yeah oh man mm. you stole the words right out of my mouth maybe it's because i'm still bitter about uh hulk hogan versus terry from funk from saturday night main event not being uh the, the winning event uh, i am uh, but I'm TLC three doesn't even get three cans in the cooler for me. Um, a month, month and a half later is too soon. You're trying to pull off the same spots. Um, it's just, it's unnecessary. If you ask me, um, I understand like Vince is like, you know, let's get this, this heavy hitter of a match out. And, you know, you guys are going to have to run the gauntlet through these three of the best tag teams ever, but it, uh, it fell flat for me. 
Um, it was fun, like Matt said, but uh, I, I, I don't know. Like you said, I wouldn't recommend it. Also, like, come on, are you trying to kill your employees? Like, they just, yeah. they're probably <laughs> yes. still hurting from that match, like a month later. Yeah. Like, it's, when, Jesus, it's, have you seen Matt Hardy in the ring in AEW? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's classic WWF, though, right? Like, if something works, like, let's keep doing it. Yeah. Like, like no, no, give, let it breathe. Like, DLC yeah. 90. And I honestly, like, I didn't even know there was a TLC three. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, I, I don't, forgot I don't remember that. I don't remember this, that this existed Yeah, well, off, off the like, top of my head. I did not. It's like you go out to like a anniversary dinner with your wife and you get the most amazing meal of your life. And you're like, let's go home and make that meal again. <laughs> and you go to make that meal again. And like the sauce is burnt and like, Listen, my wife is an excellent cook, um, but you know it's just not the same. Uh, Get the analogy, and it's very good analogy. <laughs> I like, I like that. I give you five cans in the cooler for the analogy. <laughs> Maybe five feet of kendo stick you got me over here. Hey yo. <laughs> also, doesn't All help right. that Jericho and Benoit's title reign only lasted a month. They lost it to the Dudleys literally yeah. a month later yeah. in June. Yeah. <laughs> Again so, on SmackDown, we should have done that one. Maybe not. <laughs> so next week we've got an extra credit episode, and then the week after that we are celebrating uh, Jim's favorite season, Halloween, that with is. a uh, Halloween Havoc episode. We're going to put four Halloween Havoc matches or uh, or pay per views up there for you guys to vote on in my story at Extra Cooler. Be sure to check that out uh, when this episode drops on Thursday or Friday. And we're talking exclusively old ones, right? Like- yes. 90, yes. 91, 92. The cheesier, the better. The cheesier, the better. Like an old cheesy horror movie, Halloween. Yes. Havoc. Matt, it's it's all you for, for extra credit. Take us away. The Extra Cooler Show is a proud member of the Pod Foundation. The Pod Foundation is a partnership between ourselves, the Chick Foley Show, and Turnbuckle Tavern. We're committed to bringing wrestling fans everywhere the best content possible and sharing our love for all things professional wrestling. Follow at Pod Foundation on Instagram and Twitter to interact with us and stay up to date with all of our shows. We're back for another installment of the extra credit with the extra cooler top three spotlighting our top stories of the week that was in pro wrestling brought to you by pro wrestling tees.com pro wrestling tees.com is your one-stop shop for all your favorite wrestling stars, merch, including the extra cooler show. Stop on by pro wrestling tees.com forward slash extra cooler show and support us. Are we going to get that SmackDown, uh, you know, Mr. Cooler <laughs> Show t-shirt that you just uh, put out on the internet? Oh, that I, was... I still have to, it's pretty sick. Yeah, I still have to put that and uh, in your house. I've just been lazy. That's Sorry, right. guys. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Christmas. Christmas. We've got to save enough lazy, money for busy. your chalk line anyways. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. I hope you got the uh, 20% off. Thank you. That happened uh, on the 13th this week. I know it's uh, a little bit past, but I hope you took advantage of that one. Um, But there's a lot to go through this week, a lot outside the ring. So a lot of honorable mention, just want to send out our condolences and the rest in peace to the King of belts, Reggie parks. So uh, man, this is the guy that designed all of the heavy hitters from the, the, the winged Eagle days and the IC title, as well as those tag titles. So uh, we lost the legend this week. So rest in peace to, to Reggie parks um, a little bit on the happier note. We've got the rock is officially a rapper. Is that, is that a thing now? I don't know if that's a happier note. <laughs> 
I saw some mixed reactions. I don't want to listen to or see. Have you, have you, has anyone listened? I have yes. about 10 seconds of it and then I shut it off and I said, <laughs> Jesus, I only will listen to you rap if it's on the Moana soundtrack. <laughs> Wait, what is it comparable to what is it? I'm thinking Will Smith, like without what about listening. The, uh, it doesn't no, matter. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like rock, true. rock trying to be Eminem or I, I, I don't know. It's a mix. Not of, Eminem. It's like, it's a mix of Moana and Busta Rhymes. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never thought I'd hear any that, that, uh, mix of You're Moana and Busta Rhymes. <laughs> I, I, I really love Busta Rhymes and it's got a good, you know, I really love kind Moana of flow to it. And yeah, Nick loves Moana. So there's that. <laughs> um next up in honorable mention uh AJ Lee is now a producer for the Women of Wrestling which is com- which is coming back so wow promotion uh I'm I'm happy for her it's interesting to see her come back it doesn't sound like she's going to be in a actual like on-screen wrestler role but uh who knows what would happen, but I know yeah. that we were all big fans of AJ Lee during her WWE yeah. run and we're hopeful to see her again. So, uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I have high hopes. I hope it, yeah. I hope it works out. I, I'm so, fond, we're fond of her. She's was there when we reintroduced ourselves to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, so yep. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I think we're all fans. Agreed. I was, yeah, I was definitely a fan of her. I saw uh, Tessa Blanchard is there too. Yes. Yes. Oh, so we're seeing Tessa, Tessa Blanchard get a uh, a second chance after some yeah. some ugly stories came out about her. So uh, you know, best of luck. I hope it 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 doesn't come with a too much backlash, but we'll we'll see what happens. Is um Bailey's girl there too? Izzy? I saw Izzy. Is she like with them or something? No, I think she might AJ be. Lee I know she's a, been training. I know AJ Lee did an interview with Izzy, um, but I don't think she's part of it i could be wrong i didn't pay attention i just saw that aj lee posted that um you know she did an interview with a 14 year old that was really on top of her game so uh high high praise it was pretty cool but i did not watch the uh the interview um last piece of honorable mention aew announced that they will be adding a secondary women's title called the tbs title um it's going to start with a tournament and I don't know. I hope this means more building is going to happen within the women's division. Cause I question whether or not they have enough screen yeah. time as well as enough talent to really Agreed. support a secondary title. And maybe, maybe yeah. what happens is it gets defended on dark and elevation and things that aren't on television. Um, but I don't know. It feels a little premature, but I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll I see what happens. In my opinion, you know, like everybody has always said, like their women's division is their their low point, if you will, um, what they need to work on and improve. I, I think this was totally unnecessary um, because who are you going to put it on? Um, you know, you see the problems that WWE is running into with their titles with the women. They have one tag team on <laughs> in the, the entire like company. Um, but uh in my opinion, the impact uh, women's division is like significantly stronger than anything AEW has outside of Britt Baker and, you know, Thunder Rosa, and, you know, a handful of other women, not, not to discredit them, but maybe you should have went out and gotten the now, uh, what are they calling themselves? Inspiration. The, the inspira- uh, yeah. inspiration. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I would have liked to have seen them pick up a few uh, different women 
um, to build that type of title if you're going to go that route. Sorry Plus for the, my rant. No, the name is weak too. The TBS title. I realize the TNT title is named after the channel as well, but TNT has a different connotation as well. TBS is just right. a channel that used to play Saved by the Bell, right. not to call back to Molly Holly and, <laughs> and Kurt Angle, but go ahead. All right. Let's dive into the real story, starting off with story number three, the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown. Last week, we uh, we talked through it with Ian Valentine and Nick, and um, we hadn't seen brackets yet. We made some speculation, and uh, we talked how the internet fan favorite Liv, <laughs> was, Liv oh. Morgan was going to go on to win, and she lost in the first round to Carmella. So now we've got Queen's Crown set up with Selena Vega. Carmella will face off in round two. And then Shayna Baszler and Dewdrop will face off as well over on the um, on the Raw side. It it feels like this is inevitable for so, Shayna. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's my issue is I was texting you guys on Friday. Not that I was watching. I was you know perusing Twitter at at the time. Uh, a few drinks in. And this is the kind of thing that really pisses me off about WWE. You're going to bring back something like King of the Ring and introduce a female version of it. And you're going to throw eight people in there, right? You have, especially the men's side, don't even get me started with that. But like, let's put 16 guys in. Let's have 12 and do some qualifying matches. Let's make this more than just like a three-week tournament, right? Make it more important. Um, and on top of it, let's put some of those mid card guys in it uh, for the men's bracket. You know, Kofi, if you're not going to put Kofi against Woods in the semifinals, why is Kofi even in this? You've got an established superstar who's already in there. This does nothing for him if he loses to Jinder Mahal in the first round. Um, you know, it just pisses me off because, again, this is just it's half ass booking. Who writes um, this crap? <laughs> it's you know it's just not necessary it's again a three-week build for what uh i don't know and what are you gonna do you're not they're not gonna put it on a heel again they've put they put it on corbin who ran with that gimmick for quite a while um i can't see them putting it on it on a heel i just i don't know it, it's frustrating and on so, the woman's side at least if you get the fan you know Liv morgan the fan favorite the internet you know Favorite against Shayna right, Baszler in the, the, in the round. Yeah. get her in, get them in the finals together or the semifinals, wherever the bracket is. Um, then you have something that's compelling at least instead of yes. what's gonna be Baszler versus Carmella. You know, Baszler uh, wins fine, that's great, but like make yeah. it interesting along the right. way. Yep, that's right. the slaps, it's slapped together, like you said. So on the debate show, we started talking about Roman and who could unseed Roman, who could take him out and you know, you grasp at straws and you can't think of anything but the rock. And then look at the women's bracket. You look at the three women that are left in Zelina, Carmela, and Dewdrop. Uh, none of them. Yeah. None no. of them have it. Carmela is the closest thing. I mean, maybe, maybe Piper can do it. I'm going to call her Piper. This Dewdrop thing throws me off, but <laughs> maybe yeah. Piper can do it. But the other side of the bracket, I just, like, you can't see it. It seems like a cakewalk for Baszler. Maybe they're going to book her the same way they did with the Elimination Chamber where she just ran through everyone. Maybe that's the storyline, but uh, yeah. I don't know. But the men's side, I'm I'm actually intrigued a little bit. Outside of gender, Sammy, yeah. Finn, or Woods would all be a ton of fun. So give, I us, just, give, us, the, I, give us the bracket. What's the bracket? So like here's, wait, wait, Sammy before you go there, Sammy. my, my, my argument 
is though you have so many people that you could have put in this tournament sure why didn't they make it either 16 man or a 12 man you've got like you know who i, I texted you guys this in my opinion because it's been such a um like a heel run type thing to have a heel win this recently um how awesome would it have been to have montez ford win the king of the ring and give him some sort of singles push. If you're not going to give him a tag team title yeah. push, he, I could just picture that dude with the crown on his mm -hmm. head. Uh, he would have been a perfect king of the ring. Uh, and, and the fans would have ate it up. And you know, um, you guys talked about this last week, kind of the guys who reinvented or like really run yeah. with it. And like, he's a guy that could reinvent it and run with yeah. it. That's a, that's a great call, but there's, but come on. Yeah. Sammy Zayn. Yeah. I, well, listen, I dumped on the fact, but again, okay. So going back to the eight man bracket, why is Cesaro in there? Like Jesus Christ, how many times is this guy going to get a shot? Like, I know we all love him as a wrestler. He's awesome in the ring, but he, he doesn't bring anything else to the table. Like plain and simple. He's boring by himself. <laughs> like, but I don't want to see him in his James Bond gimmick. <laughs> but you got a Finn versus Cesaro match yes. that we haven't yes. seen in a while. And you know, that was entertaining enough, but uh, so the, the bracket real quick on the men's side, Sammy versus Finn woods versus Jinder Mahal. How, what, what do you think? What's the final? I don't know. I hope it's Finn versus woods. No, I, I can't you know, no, Finn's, Finn Finn's winning this. Finn's winning this whole thing. Okay, that's that. That's my guess. Make the, up for falling off the for the ropes collapsing on him. The, yeah, the prince turns into the king. Yeah, mm. we're gonna run with that gimmick mm. for a long time. I'm sure. <laughs> He's gonna be Kofi or oh, please no, no Kofi. Kofi lost. I'm, I'm sorry, not Kofi. I mean uh, Xavier. He's gonna beat Xavier. Is my guess. See, at least that's interesting, but but I don't know. I, I don't know. They, that's gonna do, what they're gonna do right there in that moment is they're gonna decide if they want Finn Balor to be a heel or a face with who they want. See, and, I think I think the story is gonna go over with Finn and, and AJ both being on on Raw, I believe now. So uh, I think that's where they're gonna tease us at least, and maybe we don't get that, that right away. <laughs> yes, but, uh, whether it's them facing each other or teaming up or facing each other and then teaming up, which WWE loves to do. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, Why didn't I they give us Xavier versus Kofi? That would have been worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. Are they saving it? Exactly. For something? Or like, come on, this they, is my argument. They teased it on raw of like, they got interviewed before their music hit in, in the gorilla position. Right. And they asked them the question and then they just ignore it and they avoid answering and the music hits and they go out and they did it twice. So, uh, Kofi ends up losing to Jinder Mahal, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm uh, yeah. It's all going to come to a head at crown jewel. <laughs> That's the worst part about it all. Yeah, uh, Got to go with the crown gimmick. All right, let's move over to AEW story. Number two, we saw the casino ladder match last week. The Joker was being teased as everyone and their mother was going to be the Joker. And we got Adam. Hangman Page, Hangman, came on back and won the casino ladder match. Now earns a title shot against the what would presume to be Kenny Omega. And man, this feels this feels good. I, I'm saying it with that inflection of I think. Is it this what you predicted as the Joker? Right? Didn't, is, was that your pick? Right. I, I thought. Matt yeah, I Nick? mean, 
This I mean, one. I think we all. So, like, I That's said, so I, maybe I didn't get this across, but um, good booking on AEW is the fact that they used Paige, and like, I think the fans all thought like they were going to get another surprise. Like, you know, we the, another surprise is not necessary. We just had Adam Cole and uh, Brian Danielson, and then even Andrade, bef- like weeks, months before that. And so punk. like quit expecting yeah, yeah and punk, punk on top R- of it all R- like, ruby yeah ruby like quit expecting another superstar and like how about get one of your biggest guys back and over um i was excited that it was was hangman i'll tell you that i i liked it because even though we got those surprises and those big names they're still sticking to their guns with hangman against kenny and yes. i mean they've been building hangman since the very first all in right. And the, yep. the, even before they had AEW television, they've been building hangman as their homegrown guy. And then you're seeing Sammy Guevara win the TNT title, another homegrown guy. You've got um, MJF. Who's that other one? Jungle boy. Those are like the four pillars that you yeah. always hear about. And yep. all four of them are still heavily involved. And it seems like, Adam Hangman Page is the the next one, so I don't know. It it felt really good. The match was entertaining. Um, I didn't catch the the holding of the ladder like you did. <laughs> Maybe oh, I wasn't oh, really? full attention. Maybe I just yeah. Oh, it was, was glaring to me. Yeah, Nick's I'm just sure it was. Ladder, just like expert in the past week from just being watching the ladder <laughs> matches constantly. <laughs> but um, yeah, when do when do we see this? Is it? Is it the next pay-per-view, which is only a couple weeks away, right? I don't know. I got to find the date. I feel like it's soon. <laughs> I don't. We're, we're letting our WWE flags yeah. fly. Let's head to the next <laughs> story, Matt. <laughs> story we're, number we're one. We get together now to like chip in for pay-per-views again, like back, yeah. like back in the day. Like yeah. how you got spoiled by like ten dollars or six dollars a month of Peacock, whatever it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, what did I got to pay sixty bucks? Yeah, no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's do a quick buy or sell for story number 1. Buy or sell, we have a Friday night battle on our hands between SmackDown and Rampage. Nick, buy or sell. Stop everybody, just stop. No, I don't know. This is all like <laughs> Tony Khan just like trying to wage a war with Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon's like what is there like a mosquito in the room like <laughs> And and I'm not saying that's I <laughs> I would rather watch an AEW show a million times over than a WWE show right now. Don't take that the wrong way if anybody's listening and cares. But but it's I think it's really just um, you know what he kinds of, he reminds me of like Eric Bischoff. You know, back in those WCW days, he's like trying to pick that fight and trying to poke the bear that is Vince McMahon. And Vince is like, I'm an old man. Like, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. I'm going to hire writers to write shitty storylines. Um, just leave me alone, man. You're, you're not my competition right now. And it probably isn't. Like, financially, it probably is not. Financially. So this all started with SmackDown saying that they were going to go special two and a half hours. So they're running from 8 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast. We get a cringe Tony Khan tweet saying that um, <laughs> I can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head in a long time coming. See you next Friday. And then we get 
Rampage get extended to 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. So now they've added an extra hour and they're going to be 90 minutes head to head. And this is feeling like it's a good thing to stir up your your AEW yeah. truthers, your AEW uh, strong supporters to just wave the flag more and more. I feel like they the, the tank needs to be with... Uh, Buy, 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 You're buying it? Buy, <laughs> oh, buy, man. Buy, no, buy, you know, buy, buy, no, buy. We've you, been waiting for this. Come on. It's great. And, uh, but with that said, I was at that Rochester show. I didn't get to talk about it last week. I'm going to say one thing about it now. Is Tony Khan came out and he cursed at us that we could cheer better. And I'm like, this guy's such a little fucking dick. I'm like, he is. <laughs> and he's like, he is exactly like Bischoff trying to pick yeah. a fight, be a little upstart. And it's yep. obnoxious, but it makes for the best entertainment. Oh, no, it does. And that's what we want. And like, we know we want that, but, but yeah, all right, fine. Is it a little too much? Maybe he's cringy. Sure. But let's go. Let's do this. This is fun. I'm into it. Like, I, I, don't, like, I don't care about the fans feuding right like just entertain me that's all i ask for AEW is six flags great adventure <laughs> while wwe <laughs> is disney world here's uh, another yeah, analogy. All right, all right, and yeah, all right. like it's true like and i'm not saying that six flags is probably is awesome okay, the right? thrill rides right um and i'd rather do that than disney maybe Did right you, now. Is that, this is but, your own is this your own analogy you make yeah this just up? came you're up like, with that you're fine analogy analogies tonight man. <laughs> you wouldn't like my other analogy of i heard about the i heard about the i heard about the mets yankees thing so but anyway that's you know the six flags one is better i like the six flags one the Disney's yeah. got the history and the yeah. stories and all the archives. A little something this. for everyone. You can yeah. go just came up with that small world and the other one's going to on. do some flippy shit, Tenyon loops and shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> After eating some some uh, dinosaur barbecue, oh, it's a little more exciting will. though. It's a little more exciting. Trust yeah. me, I was just oh, at totally Disney. Is. I totally <laughs> agree. Like we said countless times when we were going to the the nxt takeovers and SummerSlams, nxt takeovers were always better we yeah. would go to SummerSlam, and it wasn't because our old asses were hung over it was just because <laughs> nxt was a better show yeah. right and always. it was more fun mm -hmm. uh you know so that's that but uh it, it's a fun time to be a wrestling fan or a, a AEW fan especially Absolutely. I, I, can I add one more thing about that AEW show in Rochester? Is that I, I couldn't believe sitting there the whole night, and I had to leave early because of my son. So we left at before the uh, the second taping, so we didn't get to see the Brian Danielson match or anything like that. However, I got to see so many uh, already established legends from the JRs, even Big Show. Jake the Snake was there in the Dark Show, like to current legends, you know, like on their way to like the Hall of Fame, the Brian Danielson, CM Punks, etc to like future legends, the pillars of that company. It was incredible how much talent was there. Man, I can't say enough about that yeah. show. It was amazing. I was buzzing for it for like a couple of days from it, buzzing from it. It was, can't recommend it. AEW, uh, all in on it. So <laughs> I buy, I buy the wars. I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's our extra credit for the week. Nick, take us home. All right. So like we said, next week is going to be an extra credit episode where we'll be covering all things uh, happening in the world of wrestling. And then in two weeks, Halloween week, we will be covering a Halloween Havoc of your choice. Head to my Instagram story at Extra Cooler and vote on uh, the Halloween Havoc match or event that we'll be covering. 
be sure to follow us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget to follow and check out the Pod Foundation on social media at Pod Foundation. While you're at it, don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, and tell all of your friends about the Extra Cooler Show available wherever you get your podcasts. Rumor has it that this Halloween Havoc episode that you and Mikey work great are going to show up in Hardy Boys gear. <laughs> we, will, we will screenshot. We may miss maybe our YouTube debut. Right? Gotta wear, Nick's got to wear the face paint. And I will have my whale tailets. <laughs> See you next week. Cheers, fellas. Later. See ya. Bunnies eat radishes so they can have babies. You're welcome. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> Right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, this blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's in the extra credit. Support, 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 support side heater. Extra credit. Nasty, nasty, nice. nice.